This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. There you go. We're good. Oh, that, was worth, that was worth it. That was... <laughs> sorry. That was a good time. Welcome. We live. Welcome to a special episode of the Whiskey and Whitetails podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Matt. And we have a special guest today. You want Perry. to introduce them, Matt? Perry? <laughs> <laughs> it was, I like that it was a question, though. Like, Perry? Is this, is this Perry? <laughs> like, maybe. Okay. I think this guy, he said he was Perry at the very least. The teleprompter had a question mark. <laughs> Who put a, tele- a question mark on my teleprompter? <laughs> right, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, we got Perry from uh, This Is My Bourbon Podcast, and we were going to have Chad as a special guest as well, but he's not feeling up to the he, weather today. He is not feeling good. I, I texted him this morning, and I asked if he was going to be joining us too. And he was like, he, he'd been struggling over the past few days, not feeling well, and then he woke up this morning, and his immediate, because I, I actually saw him yesterday. He had to run to my house and grab a couple bottles. And the first thing he said to me after... I'm not going to be there was I'm COVID negative. I was like, okay, like you don't have to tell me, like, I, I think we're at a point now where that doesn't have to be addressed a hundred percent of the time. Like I'm, I'm not as nervous about it as I was this time two years ago. And the reason being mainly because we've kind of gone through all those cycles and everything. But two years ago, my wife was about to give birth. Sure. Like yeah. we were a month away from having our first kid. Yeah. And I was super, super protective of her during all that because I didn't want her to get sick with, you know, something that we could have easily avoided yeah, of course. during that time. And I mean, we were very lucky throughout the entirety of 2020 where we just, we were just home. Like we were able to work from home. If we had to go out, we were yeah. incredibly safe and everything. And now it's at a point where I'm just like, you know, if you've got COVID fine, I just want to be able to smell and taste whiskey. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like that yeah. is my main, that, Priorities. Was, that was my other main concern too, is like, yeah. if I lose 
those senses, I can't do this podcast. I lost it for a year. Yeah. Had he, fucking, did you really? I had to fucking fake through it and like, dude, I would, I'd let him like take lead and be like, so what are you getting out of this? And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really obvious if you go back and listen? I don't know. So. Yeah. He, he didn't lose it completely, but it was not as. I did lose it completely for at did you least really? six months. You can ask her. I didn't smell a fart for a year. Uh. Fact. Wow, I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah, and then... Oh, I, I don't know, is that bad or is that a good... I think that's a great thing. Well, I'll tell well, you what, I, like I worked next to a paper mill and it stinks. Oh, God. And then one day I could smell the paper mill like months later and I was like, oh, wow. It's, <laughs> it's back. I just thought the wind was that's blowing. wild. Right? I think paper mills are up there in my like top five worst smells of all time. We used to live... We had to drive through one every time we went to North Carolina when we lived in Virginia. Yeah. And it was like the number one reason I didn't want to drive to North Carolina. Church camp. There, there was a church camp that I went to and one of the... Um, one of the locations, like we would switch locations every every year, but there was one. I think it was Mercer University in in yeah. Macon, Georgia. Okay, they are right next to a paper mill, and mm. it is the worst. It's I nasty. mean, like you know, you're trying to wake up and praise Jesus and everything, and you're like, man, I just want to go back to bed because this thing's just yeah. knocking me on my butt. When like, I <laughs> when I first when I first moved to Charleston in 2009, uh, the first morning I woke up and smelled that I thought there was a gas leak and yeah. I, I, almost yeah, called, yeah. I almost called the fire department because I was yeah. like well this is an apartment like that's not good and uh someone was coming outside I was like do you smell that gas leak do you smell that <laughs> he's, like, he's like just the paper plant bro yeah <laughs> what's like, wild oh. is like when I lived in West Ashley if the wind blew right and that's how far is that 20 miles easily when the wind blew right, right. you could smell it because yeah, Charleston's completely flat yeah, so yeah it gets yeah. up over the trees and then but in James Island, you can't smell it at all, rather now. Yeah. Well, let's probably. I'm I'm thirsty already. Yeah. So, sorry. I, like no. I, we were saying this before we started intro. recording that like every time I do a guest spot, I wind up talking like two or three times as long as Which most people great. that are on. That's how we their podcast. We, yeah. we love having so, guests. Just we, for that you know, reason. we have. It's, it's tough online to yeah, do we, it like there's yeah. Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the, sure. in the in person in the flesh, it's pretty cool. Oh man, I wanted to thank Justin's house of bourbon for us. Yeah, of course. Yeah. This is a special, not only because we have a guest, but this is our second. I guess. It's kind of becoming a tradition, I guess, at this point, right? Second Second annual annual, uh, Justin's Justin's House of Bourbon uh, on location podcast. I don't know. I'll I'll come up with a crafty way. Yeah. (laughs) Podcast. Justin's House of Bourbon Palooza. Yeah. Podcast Palooza. It makes it sound like you're going and tasting all their vintage pours, but it's literally just you brought everything. No, no, no. No, no. We're going to taste all their vintage pours. (laughs) 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 No, they hooked us up with, we got three bottles over here. Yeah. And um, Four Roses, Lucky Seven, and the uh, character, but... You know, I'm looking forward to taste them, and then you brought a couple as well. I did, yeah. I brought what is um, very close to more than likely going to wind up being like in my top five yeah. <laughs> pours from this year: the Wilderness Trail Eight Year Bottle of Bond that just came out a couple months ago, I guess at this point. Uh, and then I, I brought our new riff single barrel pick that we did for our uh, our This Is My Bourbon Weekend meetup back nice. in uh, Memorial cool. Day earlier this year. So I'm excited I'm for the Wilderness Trail because I've. I've I had the I bought the bottled and bond the yellow label didn't yeah. like it and I've just oh, stayed really? away. I had because uh, I'm I'm a sour mash kind of guy. Yeah, you know? it's at my house. You gave it to me. Yeah, did I? Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't I'm not a huge fan of. Um, I don't know, just it doesn't everything. I know they all taste different, so it's yeah, all, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to. It. But this I found in a really small town in Kentucky. We got a Colonel Taylor single barrel. I'm going to pop it. The, um, you know. Everybody always tells me they can't find good bourbon here. I come out here and it's like so I run out of money. Absolute lie. <laughs> I run out of money. It's an absolute lie. <laughs> I can't keep buying it. I got this and two bottles of Pappy on the same day. Jeez Louise, man. Yeah. I get the 10. All right. Oh, I screwed that up, huh? No, it's not good. Right. I'll make the I'll make the rounds. You're going <laughs> to make the you, trek. You say that too and like Shane Long from the Storytime Distillery 
was just here a, a few weeks ago and he stopped at that's good right there man um sorry i also have to drive we're, we're camping this weekend oh, so nice. we're uh we're leaving this afternoon so i gotta stay at least mildly sober throughout all of this <laughs> have a that's special perfectly fair bacon pairing for this one oh, heck is, yes is this right is, up is, our is that really why you bought that i was getting ready to ask why there is a just a platter of uh oh my what is on this <laughs> oh thanks man Oh, snap. Look at this. It's fancy. Yeah, so. Holy moly. What is, is on called, this? This is called Million Dollar Bacon. I don't know what's on it. But every time we come to Lexington, we go to First Watch. I see. That's what you guys were doing. Yeah. I was just goofing around, following right behind you guys. I was like, oh, they're getting food. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I went and got something to drink. There's like some maple on it. Mm. Maple, brown sugar, pepper. Is cooked correctly. If you, if you do this, those chives. I do this. It's like I think so. Maybe parsley. It's like having bacon with um, with your a side of bacon with sausage and gravy. Mmm. Yeah. Hey, it does. Yeah, it does. I know it does. That's why mm. I said it. A oh, Taylor's so good too. I've is made it, I've made what I'm considering the complete loop back from like that origin original bourbon tateriness where you're like. I got to yeah. get all the Buffalo Trace stuff and yeah. I got to find it. And like, you know, for a long time I was like, I don't want to fall into that pit. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, you know, be that ultra tater. But now like I had Weller 12 yesterday for the first time in maybe two years. And I forgot, <clears throat> excuse me, just how incredible that bourbon is. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like it, it has all this hype for a reason. And I mean, you know, I don't, I'm not going to go out and pay $250 a bottle for it no, no. on secondary, but Lord, if I can find it mm -hmm. at retail, yeah. I'm just all freaking over it. Like dude. what would you pay for the single barrel? At this point, I mean, uh, if, if it's in a store, one, one fifty, one fifty is what I paid. I, was gonna yeah. say, yeah. One, I don't have, I don't one, have any was, problem with that. It was four fifty. But the lady, I always negotiate with her because we have the veteran charity that we work with out here. Mm -hmm. They go in there and they buy all kinds of stuff. And they, she actually calls him when they get a truck and he'll drive out there and just go through what they got before it even goes on the shelf. I did not know he had that kind of yeah privilege. Yeah, that Pappy. <laughs> nice. The Pappy, I probably, I, I, look, I overpaid a little bit for but I bought two because I'm going to sell one to offset the, <laughs> the cost. Nice. But, uh, but yeah, she wanted four, four something for that. And, and I was like, oof. I was like, the maximum I can do is 100. And she was like, we're way too far off. And then uh, and I was like, yeah, I know. It really sucks. And then Rocco was like, tell her you'll do 150. And so I was like, I'll do 150 cash. Cash. Cash money. And she was like, okay, yeah. I'll do 150 cash. Yeah, yeah. It goes in my pocket. And <laughs> I had to go next door to a the bottle, A bottle fell off the truck. Right. <laughs> yep. Which is, I think it's where most of them I think we should go. open up a liquor store. I just it found takes so a way many to wash years. money. Oh, right. <laughs> the thing that's is, true. like, even at one fifty, she's still making a profit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like that's she paid forty bucks for it probably. Exactly. Yeah, and, and she'll just, ring it up for forty. Yeah, and put that put the difference in her pocket. Put that it, it's just it's just greed yeah. at that point. Once it starts getting into, and like, they know people will pay for it. Like yeah. the pappy that was in there for sixteen hundred dollars, <laughs> and I was like, you can't even get that on secondary. And I was showing her, I was like, the most I'm seeing is a thousand dollars. But if I buy both of them, I need to be able to sell it and cut the price in half, you know? And the, so the problem is she only we agreed on a number, but yeah, the problem is the store owner only needs one person to come in and pay it one exactly. time. Exactly. And then they've set a precedence. Yep. Yep. And now, well, and now she her. knows that even if it's, even if it takes six months, 
someone is going to pay a thousand times MSRP or whatever right. it is yeah. for that bottle. And she'll let us sit there. I thought yep. I told her that I'm going to open it because I'm going to open it tonight before we're, um, we, we have a little pregame, like nice. just like a group meeting with everybody in charge. Kind of like, you know, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, ooh, uh, <laughs> and so we're going to do that. And I'm going to pop the pappy. And everybody, everybody's chest. Gonna, and, yep, yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. We were talking about doing the, the chain mm-hmm. on the way out. <laughs> yeah. Just on Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall yeah, Street. that's exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we're gonna do that, but I'm gonna, we're gonna pop that tonight, and it's I'm gonna be really sad because people are gonna get greedy and drink it all. Yeah, and I won't be able to take any home. But you know, that's what bottles are for, right? Which which pappy is it? The ten, the old rip. Mm. I'm not gonna drink any. I think it sucks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good, thank you. You. S- you say that now, <laughs> but thank you for uh, respecting the bore and not drinking it. <laughs> I'll let all the other people who don't get to see those kind of things have some. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. kidding. All the all the small people. That all was the- I, I couldn't <laughs> tell if that was trying to be like gracious or condescending. A little like it felt it yes. felt very yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's almost everything said in here is a joke. We're very, very <laughs> serious. Very sarca- sarcastic is our language. Yeah. Uh, we used what? to do like tasting notes and I was like, dude, this is boring, man. I don't even want to do that anymore. Yeah. I just want to drink it and talk about stuff. And most of our podcasts, we drink and we talk about hunting and, and outdoor yep. stuff. And then, you know, we try to get guests on that have different interests and different perspectives. And, you know, it makes it yeah. fun. Our uh, listeners enjoy the... Yeah, and speaking of that, thank you to the Waypoint Network for uh, having us. Always. And, and to our the, patrons for the, the support. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we, we get a little mixed up when we have guests yeah. and we get excited and we don't know what to do with ourselves. And as always, you can use code podcast and go to whiskeyandwhitetails.com and use that to buy your favorite stuff. And any moment now, we're about to do a merch drop. Which we've never done merch. We've stayed away from it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> those, those buttons are really, really touchy. I was like, we're excited about merch, and then we're not. But we're, st- we're still excited. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> it's coming out. Do you want a set of headphones so you can hear this? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? And Chief Mercer will be here probably any minute. And I told him just to walk in. No, oh, he's coming? Yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Do I need to set up a No, he's not going to. You know, he's okay. like, he doesn't want to talk. We could maybe do a podcast with him later or something, but you know how he is. Have you met him? I've not met uh, met Chief Mercer yeah, yet. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a cool cat. We definitely follow each other on, on Instagram. Nice. So, Well, he should be here. He just texted me and said he's running late, and I was like, don't worry about it, man. That's how it goes. Anytime. That's how it goes, man. So what's the uh, future of This Is My Bourbon Podcast? I wish I I had a good answer for that right now. Um, and and it's it's I, I I'm stumbling and it's making it sound like we're about to quit the show, which is a hundred percent not true. Yeah. Um, we are in the middle of this like second or third wind mm-hmm. where we are getting what I have just been saying is the most positive feedback and the best feedback that we've ever gotten. That's good with the podcast. Great. And so we're, we're about to hit 250 episodes. We do them weekly. You know, there are people who do three or four a week and you know, then they hit those milestones yeah, within they, like they a year and a half. We yeah. watch people do it. Yeah. 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 And they do, they do five minute episodes and, and they call it a full episode. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I'm like, and I mean, you know, some of those people who do those are good friends of mine. Oh but yeah. Same. So, but still to. like, I don't have time really to do more than just one big episode yeah that's all we do week. one so, week yep, and so hitting hitting 250 which we'll do at like the very beginning of october and that also it coincides with five years of, of doing the podcast 
and having all of this this steam and all of this energy and just being very positive about the the outlook for everything i'm like i could i could do this until i'm dead yeah like literally i, I could be sitting in in a nursing home <laughs> with a microphone in front of me I and we, that's where we'll be yeah and i like eric and i were kind of joking about that the other day but i mean there's a part of me where it's that's like if the bourbon doesn't kill me first, like, you know, I'll, I'll be doing this as long as I possibly can. And I, I'm just, I'm having the most fun with it that I've, I've ever had. And a, a big part of that is that while we are like taking a lot of this seriously, we're having the most fun with it that we've, we've ever had to. I am, yeah, you know, and, and a lot of that has come from Eric being on the, on the show now and, and bringing just this, this this like energy of let's just be ourselves let's just be ourselves and have fun doing it and if people don't like it they can go listen to bourbon pursuit right <laughs> and again i love the guys from bourbon pursuit two uh, extremely wonder, wonderful individuals i went to pursuit palooza had a good time but, oh did you really yeah man i, I didn't i didn't tell anybody i just kind of like creeped in and out <laughs> But it was great. I had a good time. We met some. I met some people that uh, we're still, I still talk to. That that's one really guy. Cool. He, sh- he sent me a book that he wanted oh, me man. to read. He was like, "This book reminds me of you." And that's I was so like, cool. oh, no. "And so you know, I'm I'm really I'm not good at reading. So it's taken a while, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm getting there. That's funny. But the, the, I mean, just to make a long answer short, um, yeah, we're just gonna honestly keep on doing what we've been doing. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's just, and it sounds kind of boring. To no, say dude. it say it that way, but no, it's not at all. Think things have just been trending in the right direction, yeah. so much recently that if I shift anything, if I change anything, I'm gonna wind up kicking myself, yeah, for yeah. for even just absentmindedly making that decision. Yep, and well, so I, I'm just I'm just here, I'm just here having a great time. Good. honestly. Well, we point. we had a similar conversation a month and a half, two months ago. We were, you know, we had start we started this. We're coming up on two years, right? And no, we've just passed two years. We had a company before this, so we came into the game well, yeah. like knowing how to do a podcast. We had a podcast yeah. before this and all that. Yeah, um, yeah, we're at two years, like you're yeah. saying. But what? But we got started, and then we, you know, similar to like what you were saying, we were having a good time, we we're having fun, and we decided we were going to add things and try to do other things. And then after like yeah. six months, we realized like we're we're not being ourselves like yeah. we're, and we don't feel like ourselves. We're trying yeah. too hard to do video and to do this and yeah, do the all YouTube, these things. The monetization thing was like, that's appealing. <clears throat> and so we really focused hard on that. And we realized one, if you're going to get monetized on YouTube, you almost, that almost has to be your job. Like yeah, you know, that content light and to put out enough content, you have to focus so much on that. I mean, you'll make like a hundred bucks, 200 bucks, whatever. But if you're going to make like whistling diesel money, millions like yeah. that it has to be all you do yeah it's, and, and it's, we have full-time jobs i don't have time for this yeah no. and we realized that we were also in 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 trying to meet the demands and the tempo for publishing content that we needed for youtube and the podcast that we were structuring the podcast in a way it didn't feel yeah. natural to us yeah uh and so we were just we had a conversation one day we we work um sometimes at a, a downtown market like a historical market downtown in charleston oh, nice. yeah. and uh you know, he was frustrated and, and I was, it was hot and I was, I was tired and he was like, I think I'm done with like, with the YouTube. And I was like, sounds, okay. sounds good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Best yeah. decision I've ever made. Yeah. Because it was just like the very next podcast, there were no cameras on us and it was like, it felt so 
good. It was good. We, it we felt had, good. Like you were saying, yeah. people reach out and they're like, hey, well, you know. Don't know what you guys did. Don't know what you did, but yeah. you sound way better. Because to take an audio listener and convert them to a video watcher is really hard. It is. Yeah. And we've uh, we've been trying to build our YouTube thing for, for the past couple of years and really only started getting serious about it maybe middle of last year. Mm-hmm. And even then, yeah, you're right. It is so grueling to yeah. have to try and go through that. And for for a long time, I was like, well, and we just started filming the podcast too, yeah. but we're not doing anything different. Like yeah. it's, it's literally yeah. just, it's like if somebody were sitting in while we were recording and that's how and they, we started yeah and yeah. then and then we got a studio and then it morphed so we we rented a studio we built a set we did all this stuff and then before you knew it I, like we were just we like i we, was like what the fuck are we doing <laughs> it was, it was you know, not what it was supposed to be we're supposed to hunt and drink bourbon and make products and now we're trying to make it on youtube you know and it's just it it was it was a lot and i think i think i think we'll continue to make videos for youtube when we yeah, go on hunts and do sure. things sure um and maybe eventually as the company grows and, and if, if we can get to a point where we can hire uh, one or two people that can focus just on content and manage YouTube for us, then yeah. maybe that's an, uh, you know, an opportunity at that time. Thing. But yeah, you know, I have three kids. So this on top of a regular job, and I got two motorcycles, he's got, got two, two motorcycles and, <laughs> and, 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 and a, in a pool, a pool to, to deal with. So I can't, like, I can't be life is tough, <laughs> man. It's hard, man. Life, life just throws you curveballs, and you gotta, yeah. you know, well, you you're guys, not on the you, way well, down. The, you're on the well, way the point, up. The you guys po- chose kids. You know, that's what you spend your money the point, on. The point, the point, well, <laughs> I spend it on myself. <laughs> that's fair. The, the point being like when, when you're doing the YouTube thing, like we were at the studio two or three times a week trying yeah. to do things and filming at home. Now, and now we have a studio we don't use and we have a year lease left on it. Yeah. We still got to keep it. It's, it we got to, we got to figure out something. It's a write off as they say. We should, yeah. <laughs> it's a write off. <laughs> and then you, and then you sell it and you never have to look at it again. <laughs> yeah. We're definitely not going to re up. We're, we're actually considering maybe making a different locational, um, Move. thing, but it's, you know, every time, time. Every time I come to Lexington, I'm like, this is like all the people I talk to live right here. Yeah. You know, I told Jessica, I was, as we were driving out of Charleston, and we, the closer we got to Kentucky, we got into the mountains in Western South Carolina, and we were driving through the mountains. I was like, you know, I was like, as soon as I see, got him. As soon as I see, as soon as I see mountains, I can physically feel. Yeah, like stress and anxiety just fall off. Of me. I sent her a picture because I drove. She flew. At yeah, a different time. But I, I, yeah. I drove up here and I took a picture. Once I got to the top, like in when you're right getting into Kentucky, when yeah. you can see everything. And there's a in Kentucky it's or in open, South it's Carolina. A, maybe it's in Tennessee. No, I'm like I'm what? out here. Oh, okay. I sent her a picture of it and I was like, I just feel like I belong here. I feel like I'm supposed to be. Here. Feels like home, right? Yeah. There's a there's a part. And I'm from Appalachia, so it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, there, there, there's a point in South Carolina, and it's it's I think it's right before after Greenville, where you you crest an area, and then there's an overpass. Yeah, and under the overpass, you can see the mountains, yeah. and that's exactly it happens every time. As soon yeah. as I see that view, it just falls off of me, and I'm like, Have you lived anywhere else, or just here? I actually i I have not. I'm from Lexington. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I grew up here, and I, I lived in Richmond for. Oh, cool. five, for five years because that's where I, I graduated. McKee from. is where we we're usually out in McKee. Oh, I'm, really? I'm look. I if I were to move here, I was looking around Richmond. Yeah, yeah. Yep. R- Richmond is a just 
And and part of this is you know it, it's a very small town. Yes, I mean it's what Which like what I want. But it's got it's 15, got thousand people. But it's got everything you need, right? Oh yeah, and it's, it, it's, it's, not, as, it's not as big as Richmond, so it's that perfect middle. Yeah, like yeah, and and like Richmond being you know thirty minutes from Lexington, if you really need something yeah. you know that that Richmond doesn't have to offer, it's not a big drive or anything, and you know you can be there and back sure. in a day. Yeah, yeah, and we we just like we loved that small community. Yeah. And it just, we, we went back about six months ago, six or seven months ago. And we were like, we, we, we just realized how much we missed that place. Yeah. And I mean, we, we moved back to Lexington because, you know, we were thinking about having kids and we wanted to be nearby family. And, you know, we have free babysitting. Dude, I'll tell you what, my, my kids right now are being, are, I didn't have to pay for a babysitter this weekend. The wife and I came up here, and my yep. wife and sister are hanging out, and they're playing with their cousins. And dude, yep. I totally understand. Yeah. So it it just I wouldn't go anywhere else. Yeah. And to kind of piggyback off of this, you know, it feels like home around here. I mean, despite the fact that it is actually my home. Sure. Anytime I go somewhere else, I realize that I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. And this is the only place that I could truly feel comfortable. Like we talked about moving to Louisville at one point. We sure. talked about moving to Columbus, Ohio, because like there was just these little pockets of like a uh, like future inspiration that we kind of had about like oh you know we could see ourselves being a part of these these communities. But when it really got down to it, it was like Lexington just has everything that we we need. Yeah, I mean it, it's just. It's the biggest small town you're ever gonna you're ever gonna <laughs> visit, and you know we there's really only like three hundred thousand people here. Yeah, so it I does mean, have that feel. It's got a big city feel. Yeah, but then when you talk and interact with people, it's like I told him that last year when we were here, I went to a Taco Bell. It was the nicest Taco Bell experience yeah. I've ever experienced. <clears throat> the lady was like, "Hi, welcome to Taco Bell. Hope you're doing having a great day. What can I get for you?" I'm like, "Who is where? Uh-huh. Where am I at?" <laughs> I, told, I told Andy. I said I told her yesterday. I was like, you know, I think the people here might be nicer than in Charleston. And there's people in Charleston. I've been there. They're yeah. very kind. I like Charleston. Yeah, it's I, great we, we go to, um, my, my family has gone to uh, Isle of Palms. Yep. Um, I was seeing down there. every year yeah. since, uh, since I was little. Yep. And Charleston is just, and it, it's an amazing, amazing city. Next time yeah. you're, next time you're there, you have to let me come to Isle of Palms and take you to the VFW. Oh, sure. that, that's a it's great spot. Yeah. It's called the Post on the Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is on the beach. It's beautiful. Yeah. And you $2 beers. And, and, you ne- sit in there. and next to it is a place called the Windjammer, right? Yeah. And they have, they have concerts, concerts there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to okay. the Windjammer. Yeah. yeah. So you can yeah. just walk out on the deck of the VFW. If you're ever, if you're ever there free. and you're like, ooh, they're having so-and-so tonight. I'd love to see that. Let me know. Like, give me a few days heads up. Sure. We'll go to the VFW and do it and watch them for free. So I got a, I got a funny story about a band that was playing at the Windjammer. Um... I, I used to do a lot of, you know, playing music around Lexington, too. And so I, you know, got to know plenty of plenty of artists and everything. And we were in Isle of Palms one year and we were like, oh, let's go. Let's go to the Windjammer. You know, we may as may as well. And there was a band playing there that I had kind of grown up musically with. Really? In Lexington. Sweet. Just so happened to be there that that same, wow. same wow. weekend. And they were so happy to see us and like <laughs> it was one of the best shows we'd ever we'd ever been to awesome. and they came they hadn't they had played in lexington about a month later 
And the insane thing about it was their their lead singer left the band after that show at the Wind Jam. Oh, wow. Like, the guy that I truly knew yeah. from, like, my early days of music. That's crazy. He left, like, he left a handwritten note and said, I'm done, I can't do this anymore. Oh, shit. And so a month later, they had a completely new lead singer. Wow. But it was, like, it was, like, the... The, the new guy was like, if you kind of drew the old guy from memory, but you were just slightly <laughs> off, tell. you know, like if you were squinting, you wouldn't really be able to tell that yeah. they were different, like yeah. same voice, same like a, vibe, same look, like a criminal sketch. Like it's kind of, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> That's yeah. Funny. It was, so you got to see him well. for the, la- do you and Chad jam together? We have not had the opportunity. Yeah, you guys to, should. Yeah. What kind of music do you guys play? But, um, did you play? I, I, when I was kind of doing stuff on my own, I was leaning more singer-songwriter. Okay. Um, like Chris Stapleton? I, more towards, like, John Mayer, okay. Dave Matthews Band. Yeah. Um, but Chris Stapleton is definitely within my, my repertoire. Nice. For That's sure. Um, I actually have an opportunity to interview Chris. You should do that. The, definitely podcast, should do that. Hell yeah. He's going to be at Bourbon and Beyond, and, which is this coming week, I think. Golly. Got so much stuff going on, dude. We're, oh. we're coming right back. We'll we, be at Bourbon on the Banks. We're coming. We're oh, we really back to Kentucky and then, or go back to South Carolina. I'm coming right back up here, man. Yeah, but so I'm I'm gonna be missing a couple of days for work, but I've got like all the press contacts and everything for, nice. for the musicians, and so sweet. I'm thinking maybe even if I don't, you know, get to interview them at the fest, yeah, yeah. I'll do like some kind of preview show or cool, yeah, or something. We're uh we're we're spinning it from because we're we're doing a live podcast there and we we know that yeah it's gonna be like you know but we wanted to do something different something different so we're going we we got Brown Foreman we got the White Oak Initiative coming we got a bunch of people like those type of farmers and stuff yeah coming. Yeah, yeah nice we want to talk about corn I wish it has the juicy <laughs> we want to talk about corn we want to talk about oak barrels we want to talk about the oak trees and what's happening yeah. um we don't really want to talk about after that at all. It's just because we teach whiskey classes and like, I don't, I'm so sick of talking about it. Sure. <laughs> but, but there's a lot of cool stuff going on. I say cool, interesting things yeah. happening with the White Oak Initiative and, and what's going on with and the cooperage and cooperages everything. and barrels and things like that. And yeah. so we have some folks from Brown Foreman and we also have um, one of the uh, Dr. Stringer from here from um, University of Kentucky. He's one oh, of the, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the founders mm-hmm. and sits on the board for the White Oak Initiative. He's yeah. going to come and, um, and so we'll have a few, a few, I don't know how we're going to do it. If we're going to do multiple episodes or just most people are coming together. at like 11, 12, you know, and I okay. think, that, I don't think the event starts until almost two or three. Yeah. So. It starts at two. So, but you got to do what people can do on their yeah. time schedule. I still need yeah. to email, um, the professor, but, and I'll give him a good time, but yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be interesting, I think. And it'll be fun to, uh, to have those conversations and then to interact with people and network. Cause that's the fun part is meeting people of these things for sure. Yeah. yeah. With, with you guys being hunters too and with with the Ooh. the turn that banana bourbon has yeah i know right that that bourbon has kind of taken recently where we're seeing that there is a huge environmental impact that is occurring with you know the the loss of a significant loss of of white oak trees yeah. how are you guys kind of feeling about that like conservationalist side of, of things. About the tree yeah. stuff or about the hunting stuff? Well, that's a very podcast host question. This, there, yeah, yeah, see, that's the thing. Yeah, I've been doing this for, for yeah, five yeah. years. But just, I mean, like, as as essentially conservationists, yeah. you know, through hunting. Like, Can I answer what, first? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So my, <laughs> I think, Gus is I think very my, passionate about the conservation. I like, I'm my, into it too, but Gus is... I think my, my, my perspective on, from a conservation perspective, when it, when it, as it relates to uh, the white oaks 
and and the whatever you want to call it, the situation if you want to call it that with you know the significant use right and, yeah. and, and decline of the population of white oaks but also this this initiative to try and and improve um the sustainability of, of that resource i think is this i think my whatever comes of it if it means that there's less bourbon or bourbon goes up in price i think my my response to it is going to be the same as it would be from from a, a hunting perspective if there's a natural resource um you know, natural resources have to be managed. Like yeah. We've done that to ourselves as a population. Well, yeah, right? for sure. Right. So it's either we 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 manage them uh, in a way that's smart and sustainable, or we lose them. And we've seen that years and years and years right. ago. Yeah. If they come out and say, "Hey, we have to make these changes," there's going to be less bourbon, or the bourbon's going to be more expensive, or whatever the case may be. It would be the same, I think, for me. Reaction as it would be if they said, "Hey." Whitetail populations, for example, are are suffering from for this reason and this reason. As a result, you know, we're making these changes to regulations. Or cutting your tags. Yeah. Cutting your tags, or yeah. you can only do this or that. It sucks. You don't want to make those changes, but you know that from a generational, I guess I'll use that word, perspective, um, if I want my kids to be able to hunt whitetails in that state, I have to be willing to make those sacrifices. Yeah, of and course. If, if I want to be able to share a good whiskey with my son on his wedding day and make sure that there's still a good selection of those things, then I have to be willing to make those sacrifices now. And yeah. Uh, there's a bug flying around in my face, which is kind of the, weird. the problem with it. With the oak, a lot, a lot of people don't understand the oak problem. It's not necessarily overused. It's that they're not managing the land they're growing on. So the, yeah. we have there's oak trees out there. They, they're they're fine, yeah. but if we don't do something now, start managing this land, these saplings are not reaching. They're not growing. Yeah. And, and people are like, well, I watched I watched a bourbon podcast or a bourbon YouTube channel talk about this, and he's like, you know, four or five years. For the tree to grow. And I'm like, what? <laughs> four or five years for an oak tree? No. Four or five years, an oak tree is about the, t- the height of a whiskey bottle. Like, yeah. It takes a long time. Yeah. It's, um, and we have to, you got to manage it and clear these treetops. Cut the, like all that kudzu yeah. they put out here. <clears throat> yeah. That's bad stuff. I mean, it's, yeah. it's killing, it's killing Kentucky. Yeah. That kudzu is. The yeah. issue isn't, isn't a lack of white oaks. It's, it's, it's how it's being managed. Yeah. And right, and right now there are huge portions of land uh, that that have plenty of white oaks, but they're not being managed similar to the way you manage deer, right? If you want, if you want, or any animal, if you want them to flourish and to reproduce well, yeah. to be healthy, um, you have to take into account the, the habitat and the environmental impacts. And yeah. these pieces of of land, um, some are privately owned, some are not. I don't. I don't. I'm hoping to get into the weeds with yeah. people from the White Oak Initiative about yeah. this kind of stuff. But the bottom line is that. They're they're not doing. There's not an additional, from what I understand, that there there aren't the extra um, management things going on from a forestry perspective to allow those younger trees to get the takeoff that they need to be ready in time and to keep that being sustainable. Yeah. And that's what needs to be fixed. And it's also important for just wildlife habitat. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, can absolutely. when you improve habitat for plants, ultimately, I think you improve the habitat for uh, for wildlife. Yeah. But. I'm happy I could offer like a, you know, a preview or a, you know, a little teaser for. Yeah. When you oh, guys yeah. So for those of you, you know, uh, planning to listen or attend the Bourbon on the Banks. Yeah. yeah. We'll have a little small speaker there. Stop you by listen to listen for more. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I have now I got a question for you. And this mm-hmm. is my. Oh, t- tell us about this wilderness trail first. Yeah. Since we just. I, yeah. get, I get banana and on the very end, weird apple like tart. Not apple, but like the tart of an apple. I get a. I, it, but it smells delicious. I I seem to lean, and I have been kind of going this way, like darker. Yeah. With my tasting notes. Yeah. Recently, I I don't know why 
<laughs> why that is or why I'm kind of going through that phase. I am so focused on like the, this like dark chocolate bitterness yeah. of it too, but it gets kind of balanced out with a lot of brown sugar and the, the oak is really, you know, just, it, it's this really nice round package of a, yeah. of an experience. And I said this when we were, we were reviewing this, I don't know what more I could want from this particular bourbon. It's the best wilderness trail I've ever had. From it, yeah. For, well, <laughs> I mean, I I gave this when we reviewed it a twenty out of twenty. Yeah. And essentially, it's because there's I I can't come up with anything <clears throat> where I'm like, well, it could be a little bit more this or a little less that, and the price could be a little bit different. But the thing is, it is just all encompassing and just it i just love it so much it's very well balanced that's the thing it's intentional i get get a um i get a very distinct and noticeable light or or, yeah um, uh, sweetness on the front which the the banana right but then it goes dark and it reminds me of bananas bananas foster right you have the sweetness absolutely and then you have that dark caramel that burnt Mm -hmm. sugar it's really good yeah and i i just i cannot be mad about this it's like 90 bucks a bottle yeah so if you're going by like the 10 dollars per year pricing scheme i mean like <laughs> it's it's a little bit higher than that but you know if you consider this kind of an investment for for wilderness trail and like you know that in a couple of years we're gonna see 10 year bottled and bonds from them and then we're gonna see a 12 year and a four like it's just gonna keep going on and on like that I'm happy to pay a little bit extra just yeah. in support of well, I can't what, remember, they're, what they're is doing. Is it Tony? Is that the guy's name? The um, head guy? You know, he Pat? is it the guy with the PhD. That's that's Pat. Yeah. yeah. You know, he like Pat owns Iced. yeast. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> no, a lot of people will go to, yeah, they Pat and Shane, oh, the, the, found, yeah. the founder signed it. But the, uh, like Castle and Key worked with Pat mm-hmm. to figure out what yeast strain Colonel Taylor was using in his yeah. bourbon in order to a hundred years ago to, yeah. to replicate it for their own product. Now that's wild. Whether or not that actually worked. Yeah. I don't know. I'm no scientist. I got a yeah. graphic design degree. <laughs> right. But I mean, you know, the cast, have you guys had Castle and Keys bourbon? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not a fan. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it just I absolutely missed the mark. Okay. But and but their distillery is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, the distillery is yeah. beautiful, and I love the name. Yeah. And so like I occasionally revisit because I kind of I want to like it. That's like, the thing. I like, yeah, like I, I want it to be great, and it's just it's okay. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not not a huge fan of it. But I didn't the yeast thing. I didn't know he. That's fascinating. He, he owns mm-hmm. like a yeast company. He supplies everybody yep. with their yeast. He's That's the guy. Smart dude. And so yep. now he owns a distillery. It's like they, there should be some fantastic stuff coming out of that. So I have a I have a question. Yeah. That I. Assume which way you're going to lean on, and I want to argue about it. <laughs> All right, let's it's see. It's a how bourbon we're... question. So okay. for this is the question, and I might clip this part. So let me say it. All fun like. Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. So this is a question for the guy that runs. This is my bourbon podcast. <laughs> so you know the rules of bourbon. The ABCs of bourbon, you got them. All right. I like to think I do at the very least. Well, I'll run through them just so in case somebody's listening Listeners. and they don't know. 
A has to be made in America. B has to be put in a brand new charred up container. C has to be 51% corn. D cannot be distilled higher than 125 proof or 160 proof. E it cannot enter the barrel higher than 125 proof. F filled. You cannot fill a bottle lower than 80%. G, it must be genuine. No artificial flavoring. No coloring. Nothing can be added to it. So, so I watch you uh, Instagram influencers talk about Jack Daniels and say, it is a bourbon. <laughs> if you do what they do outside of Tennessee, it's a bourbon. What do you say? Yeah. Jack Daniels is bourbon. So let me tell you why I don't think it is. Uh, well, is it because of the, the filtering? Yeah, because you can, you can take away from bourbon you can't add. So a reductive process of charcoal filtering is fine. However, they use maple charcoal. It's not white oak. Okay. So that, that's an addition. Right? I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it, and the thing is, I, I just have to be flexible mm-hmm. with what, you know, my understanding of bourbon is. Yeah. The TTB just changed it now, too, so that it's not containers. It is barrels. It is barrels, yeah. Yep. Which is... It ooh, used to be containers. Bonkers. Like, it just over a couple of days but ago. But really, who's doing it not in a barrel? So. I mean, I want to see some idiot try to put it in a box. It'd be dope. We should build, <laughs> build a, char, a charred white a oak box. A new charred white oak yeah. box would be so funny to me. And I mean, like, it would probably store pretty well, but... Well, how are you going to move but it? But here's the thing. You can't yeah, move well, it. That's true. <laughs> so I mean, you could have a shoebox size and, but, you yeah, know, yeah, just yeah, so true. completely screw yourself Bar- over. Barrels are designed, obviously, to be moved. Exactly. Or, but by also, one person. But also, they're, by nature, their design makes them walk, like... That's why they hold liquid yeah. so well. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think a box. There's no glue. Yeah, I don't think a yeah, box, box would be able to do that. Be able to do that. You're right. The shape and the hoops cause it to be so tight together. Yeah. I don't know if it'd work. So I, I probably so, not. <laughs> but you're right. We have to be flexible because it changes. But yeah. I, so you agree with me? I don't ever argue. No, about no, it. no. I don't. I don't disagree with you at all. Yeah. It, and you know, the only because it's maple. It's, that's it. That's the only reason. And it, it's it's where we start to get into the weeds of. Is finished bourbon even still bourbon? So what, it can't be. So it what can't be. They say that they they're lying to you. They go, "This is straight bourbon whiskey, yeah, finished in a port cask." So now it's just whiskey. It's not bourbon. I, I think that if if I'm not mistaken, they're starting to move towards at least like legally it being called uh just it's like a distilled liquor specialty or something yeah, specialty spirits. Sp- specialty spirits there we go yeah 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 and huh. so i mean it's not you know eventually it will stop being called straight bourbon whiskey on the label and it will just wind up being like yeah finished bourbon or, yeah. or whatever and depending on but, what happens with this white oak we we may lose bourbon altogether sure because it's you know you have to be brand new and that's that's pretty wasteful it, it reminds <clears> me <throat> of the the thing that Crown Royal did a couple of years ago where they had their bourbon style mash. Yeah. And everybody was like, yeah. you can't say that. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not bourbon. It was made in Canada. Well, it's like, you can't yeah. like the seven, the lucky seven right there. They can't put a big ass seven on the front and make it. Well, yeah, like exactly. Seven years. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I don't think we're going to lose bourbon. I don't think we will. Either. I think what will happen is, yeah, is we're just going to see less of it. These small craft distillers that are able to get white oak barrels and have legit <laughs> bourbon, they're not going to be able to. And that, I think they're going to starve that, that badge, if you will, of being able to say this is our bourbon is yeah. going to move to those that have the budget to be able. Because I think the price of barrels is going to go oh, up for sure. You they know? already have, and so you, your big ones, you know, are, are the, yeah, the ground that farming. Are, well, they right. make their own barrels. They, they they buy wood straight from the wood yeah, guy. They're not going to so hurt. They're the brown farming will be good, and that's Jack Daniels. That's Maker's Mark. That's you know uh, Cooper's Craft. I mean, yeah, there's all t- those. There's a bunch of them. <clears throat> And welcome back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clap. clap Where's the clapper clap board? Clap back in. Yeah. Thanks. So we just we just talk about a bunch of stuff we're not allowed to say, and then now we're back. So yeah. Sorry about sorry about that. 
Yeah, this episode will come out Monday. We're actually we're gonna pump it out right, man. Immediately. Yes, I'm gonna drive back eight hours tomorrow and hop. My kids are gonna be thrilled. I'm gonna hop right on the computer. I haven't I haven't done a turnaround like that in a really long time. I do not envy you in the slightest. <laughs> we usually we try not to. Yeah, we try to record the same week, but yeah, we try to record like early in the week and yeah, get, yeah, yeah. and have a. Five six days or at least four days to yeah. mull it over because sometimes we'll get a couple days and be like, hey, you know what, man, I, I probably shouldn't have said that about whatever. <laughs> yeah, because we get you know we get a little riled up sometimes and it's like, hey, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out that part where I said this and that about you know work or this or so whatever you know. Yeah. We did an hour and a half podcast one time, published thirty two minutes of it. Fantastic. Oh, it was oh, the, 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 and, Hall the Halloween one, and it was <laughs> Patreon only. <laughs> That's how bad it was. It was. It was. <laughs> I I leave so much stuff uncut for Patreon. Oh, yeah, I just don't is. see any re like because I mean I put out an uncut version of each podcast for yeah, yeah, Patreon yeah. because there's so much stuff that yeah we do have to cut out and sure. that does not need to make it actually to air. Sure, but you know they pay to support us and it's yeah. like well we may as well give you you know something a little bit extra. Sure. You know we still do like. Two or three bonus episodes a week, do you, basically. Is, do of you like just little reward stuff. them with content, or do you? We we send them like samples and shirts and bags. We're, and we're trying. I'm trying to figure out. I say we initially, and then I backtrack to I because I kind of do all that. Yeah, myself. I'm trying to figure out that that balance. Yeah, now, but it is mostly content. I mean, oh, it's good. I mean, that's what yeah. it's made for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I've I've got. Basically, two weekly bonus episodes that, that come out along with the, the uncut episodes. So we bounce back and forth between uh, two different Patreon-only shows called uh, Pours from the Floor, where we basically are just finishing bottles from nice. Eric's collection that have like two or three ounces left in them. Sweet. And then Sampling Irresistible, which I have such a... That's a oh, good name. It's, that is it's a fucking great name, actually. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as Here, you said me, that, I'm happy. As soon as you said it, I was like, I'm also not envious of you at all. As soon as you said it, I was like, that's such fuck you. <laughs> we've been sitting around like, what do we do with all these fucking samples? We have so many samples. That's and that's exactly how it came yeah. about. Is that I kept getting just messages from people who were frustrated that I hadn't tried their samples Same. yet. Same. We'll call and ours. So, we'll call, we'll do one and call ours. Sampley the best. Yeah, sample. Oh, there you go. Sample, <laughs> sample better than irresistible. And I'll, I'll, I'll play this. I haven't, I haven't played this for really anybody outside of like our close group or the Patreon or anything. Um, but this is the the intro music for this. <laughs> I like it. That's great. That's what's up, dude. <laughs> yeah, so... That's up. It, that's fantastic. And, and, like, that's... Uh, going back to, like, having fun with the stuff that we do. I mean, it's those little lighthearted things that we yeah. do weekly that make it worthwhile. And when we do kind of have those more serious conversations or serious episodes, we don't feel as much weight yeah. behind, like, having to sit down and record yeah, every single week. Yeah, and like we we just the episode that came out this past week we ripped on the whole issue with uh, the the Four Roses charity bottle that came out for Eastern Kentucky flood relief yeah and it just you know my main my main concern was with people going and flipping it for ten times what they paid for it and, yeah which is insane and, right right and can then you, can you queue up Hill of the Chief. Uh, that's just on your iphone just oh, like youtube yeah, yeah sorry yeah. my bad man. no no, no it's all good 
Um, but like Eric had an issue with the the way that Four Roses handled it, and but like you know around all that, <clears throat> we do fun stuff too, yeah. and like we're we're not always just feeling like we have to. Do you have a Discord too and everything? I don't have a Discord, and the only reason is because I cannot handle managing one more thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we I, have a Discord, and guys are really good, and yeah, like moderators or whatever. But um, but they're all good. But we have no women, so it's really nice. Like all of our female, I'm not saying that that sounds bad. Let me let me say that. See what I'm talking about? We got to delete shit sometimes. I don't. I just don't know how this. <laughs> let me say this. How this is way. gonna be a good thing. Let me say this. I don't either. And this welcome to my no, no. <laughs> welcome to co-owning a company with a yeah. guy that just has <laughs> diarrhea of the mouth. Yeah. So listen, I've had like fifteen TBIs. I was in Afghanistan. My head's fucked up. I don't remember a lot of shit, and I say things wrong, and then I have to correct myself. So there's my. Uh, that's how I get out of it. It's not me, it's war, man. So, uh, what I meant was, it's good because these dudes come in here and they make dick jokes and all this stuff, and there's no women to worry about. That's what I meant. I didn't mean like we don't. We have it's, female it's a lot patrons. Of fun. We have yeah, female fun. patrons. They just don't. None of for some reason they're not on Discord, which is fine. You know, whatever you want to do. But yeah, the guys in there they get a little rough. Yeah, and that's what I meant by no, it. no, not, no. Not I, me. I, I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate enough to have. Female supporters who are just okay with with dick jokes. And, I think that they probably know. would be too if they were yeah. to get in there. Yeah, it's because they do. I've never found it to be that big a deal. No, fortunately, yeah. well, I'm, I'm always know? worried about the PC thing because just the world we live in today. Like everybody's scared of everything, and people get upset so easy. And it's like I don't want somebody to get mad in my platform, and you know, in the platform that we are offering to people that want to be with us. And then, yep. All, somebody, it is, all it takes is a screenshot and a, yeah, a and public post. And that's why that's, it's, you got to be careful. I just get worried about it. I mean, that's why we stay very neutral with opinions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We you don't know, talk we politics, never talk religion. Politics. Yeah, we don't yeah. do it either. It and I mean, like the the most that I will say is just you know if something's happened and it's very egregious, you know, yeah. the world over, it's like just take care of each other, yeah. just love one another, and don't be a dick yeah. like that's you know yeah that's fair and and that's as far as i'll go because it, it, i i think it was on fred minnick's podcast it was one of the first few that he started putting out there was a guy on it who said that he and his brother don't agree on politics but they made the decision to only talk about the 95 percent of things that they do agree on yeah because the other five percent is essentially pointless and it does nothing to further the relationship. So like, yep. As soon as I heard that, I was like, that is such a good philosophy to live by. And so I've just kind of eliminated like politics from my, my personality. Yeah. So, you know, not that I ever really, not that it was ever really like a big thing anyway. I never really cared, but yeah. And I still, I still really don't that much as long as people are, you know, taken care of. Like that's my, that's my main thing is, you know, yeah. We all deserve to be treated fairly and, you know, with love. For sure. But, you know, I, I just, it's so pointless to just sit around and be mad. At, it's like, I, know, we have everything. close friends that are, yeah. that believe in a, believe in certain things. And, uh, like, I, I don't. But you can, they know, just don't talk about it. Because it, do if you not, you, uh, do you, are, do you not want to say that out loud? Not usually. Just because, I mean, yeah, that's fair. We deal with hunters and they're usually, well, sure. So, you know, where I'm a, but I'm a the ability, guy. the ability to to be cognizant and self-aware. This is what makes us good. Bourbon personality, <laughs> and it's, I think it's in person. It's important to have. It's important. It's you important. Whose voice was that? Oh. <laughs> oh. Say it again, just so you can. You know who it is. Bourbon personalities. Oh, okay. 
when he said that, I was like, clip it, and we're going to keep that. <laughs> yeah. Because that's wild. Here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> I, I have a really good relationship with, yeah. with him. Yeah. And we, I, I've, I've always considered him as like... He's a good dude. I hung out with him at yeah. a, uh, Watch Out Proper. And, you know yeah. I mean? I, 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 he's kind of like my mentor. Yeah. But I understand not the hate. But just like the, the frustration that a lot of people have. No, it's, with, not, with it's him. not that at all. It's, he's an army veteran, fucking brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? And uh, yeah. I love what he's doing. He's smart. He's a very talented yeah. guy. It's just, I think that's, I, I think, think that, I think those two words put together are funny. I, very, yeah, I, just, I think funny. it's, I think it's fascinating. Like that this like community has gotten so big into it's, a point it's where. It's very bloated. We used like, to just drink well, whiskey. It's just and the now thing there's yeah. like. Bourbon personalities, and influencers. Yeah, it's and, crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's just the idea that bourbon personalities is, is a thing. Is a thing. Yeah, like, and I, it's just. I think it's. I think it's funny. I yeah. think that a lot of that happened <clears throat> inadvertently. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Like, yeah. I, and and do I probably fall under that category? Maybe. Like, <laughs> I think. I think that the argument could be made because, like, I have been doing this for sure. five years and. I, and I don't mean to pat myself on the back or anything, but... I'll do it for you if you want. Oh, thank you. Uh, please don't. It's going to make me feel weird. I got a spatial... No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, like, hearing people say, we take what you say seriously, yeah. and in our circles, we talk about your podcast, and we talk about the things that you have said yeah. on it. Like, yeah. that, to me, kind of indicates that maybe I do fall under that that yeah. umbrella well, but like I, I don't want to like say yeah i'm a bourbon personality like i don't have it on my business card well it's like an influencer <laughs> if you look at what a, the definition of an influencer <laughs> yeah he will after this podcast we're gonna introduce you i absolutely will not we're gonna put that in the show notes we had bourbon <laughs> personality <laughs> carry on we have to because yeah. our patrons will find that now hilarious. we have to I, yeah. I love that so much we're gonna absolutely do it. okay gonna do now it. i'll allow you it. are deemed the title bourbon <laughs> personality <laughs> Can I be podcaster first and personality second? No, it's got to be bourbon personality and podcaster. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us with bourbon personality and podcaster (laughs) Perry from This Is My Bourbon Podcast. Uh, That's (laughs) fucking great. It's fantastic. Feels good. Feels good, man. Shit. Have you guys tried this new riff? I did, and I I want you to talk about it. I I get a lot of Apple out on new riff, and this one has... I don't know what it is with me and fucking apples. You're getting a lot of apple today, man. Yeah. I must have been something I had for breakfast. I don't know. Again. Fucking breakfast. Oh. It's got a good, like, just overall mouthfeel to it, too. It's not yeah. it's not oily or watery. It's, like, perfect. Matt's really big on mouthfeel. Yeah, like... Mouthfeel. Yeah. Um, Viscous. I, I kind of... Again, with my, my dark tasting notes... But overall, it, it kind of reads like a Twix bar to yeah, me. Left or right? Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> that was a great question. Did you hear me almost just agree with you I and like move on? Yeah, that was really good. That would have yeah, been great. Good job. Left or right? Yes. I'm good at sneaking this in, though. <laughs> uh, I'm a, I could totally get that. It has steps of flavor for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and again, like, if I'm, if I'm picking a barrel, my focus is usually something that is reminiscent of like their core product but also takes it a step further like i don't sure. i don't really like and eric will contradict me on this because he is all about just weird weird single barrels like we we did a wilderness trail pick last year 
And there was one barrel that we tried, and it was the most absurdly off-profile thing I've ever had in my entire life. And we tried it again yesterday, and I still was like, there's no way we could have ever given this barrel to people. Like, if we had selected this, we would have been getting refund requests. Sure. For sure. But with with this, I've always felt like New Riff and Wilderness Trail are two sides of the same coin. Mm Because they basically came out around... The, the exact same time, both of them put out four-year-old bottled and bond products mm-hmm. as their first releases. And I I tend to, like, I'm a huge fan of Wilderness Trail. But as a more, like, common drinker, a regular daily drinker, I, I tend to lean a little bit more towards New Riff. And so I'm very familiar with, like, some of those Apple notes that are present on yeah. the palate. But there's also this really nice kind of, like, chocolate dipped fruit going on with it too that i always find familiar mm-hmm. within within new riff products and so when we tried this one it just screamed like and this one has a lot of tobacco on the nose too. yeah oh yeah for sure i have not done this yet uh but i i would love to pair this with a cigar yeah well it's, i got a i have a <laughs> cooler with probably 400 cigars in my truck <laughs> i don't smoke cigars as much as i i used to i don't either um it's a flex. That's all that it was. Yeah. <laughs> now there, we had a we did a cigar drive for this charity dinner. Oh, did you? And um, and every year we this is our second year doing it, and it's uh, it's wild, dude. We'll get a box in the mail with fifty cigars in it, like nice cigars. It's just out of somebody's collection. Yeah, we get these, awesome. this this group sends us collectively thousands yeah. of dollars worth of cigars. Yeah, shout out to Simply Stogies. Yeah, nice. And to Trevor Guitar Cigar Farm, he's our cigar writer. Correct. Um. He's the one that hooked all that up, and he's a good dude. But so the cigar thing is like fun. We have our—if you're ever interested in what a cigar tastes like, or or the aromas before you buy it, if you go to our website, we have a plethora, a huge library of cigar reviews. Yeah, um, that's what Trevor does for us, and it's nice. It's really good. It's uh, it's a great source of income, or not income. I'm sorry. It's a great source of. It's a great way for us to just make extra money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, people read it. And it's a great source of connections. Yeah, which yeah. is basically income. But the the most profitable currency you can get is exposure, and so we get a lot sure. of exposure through these cigar companies because yeah. they find out somebody wrote a review, and Trevor writes these really in depth reviews. Nice. And then we backlink to each other's page, and so he sells cigars as well, and yeah, yeah. and we promote that. So it's. <clears throat> It's a lot of fun, um, but yeah, the cigar thing is, it takes a while to get into. Yeah. I also cut you off while you were talking about this. I don't even remember what I was saying yeah. at this point, but I this, this is a, I, I, when I, when I first tasted this barrel, when we were doing this pick, I said, there's no way we can pick anything else. Like it, yeah. like that was just <clears throat> the, the defining barrel. And what's, what's funny though, two things, not really funny, haha. But so the the first pick we did with the podcast was uh, also New Riff. And a couple years apart from each other. And both of them wound up being the exact same proof. One, huh. one of, just by, by happenstance. Nice. Uh, both of them wound up being 106.4. But so we, we did this pick. And then the week after, Bourbon Pursuit went and did a pursuit or excuse me a new riff pick as well and one of the barrels that we rejected was the one that they uh yeah that's fine no i don't need any more than that but one of the barrels that we rejected was the one that they wound up picking interesting and i was i mean like fine everybody's palette's different yeah yeah, but i just thought it was and you know you they have to cycle through those barrels 
we're just to get rid of that. We are of the too. opinion that when they send samples to someone to do a pick, that uh, if they send four samples, two are barrels that they know are just shit and they can't do anything with, and the other two are decent, and it's to push people towards the two that they can, yeah. know they can get rid of, and they just use the other one as as buffer. I don't even know if that's I like think, an I opinion think, anymore. I think that's yeah. like skirting fact yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I know they do it because we um we're involved with store picks like people will ask yeah. us just in charleston like hey will you guys come by because there's really outside of private clubs there's really nobody yeah, in, yeah, our, yeah. in our realm in charleston so they'll ask us like hey can you come do a tasting with us? something give us getting, give, give us some, some feedback, samples yeah. and um and i think a lot of times we'll go there and they'll bring one they'll bring one sample and i'll tell them like straight up like it's gonna be dog shit yeah. Because all the good samples are gone. They brought they brought four barrels to Charleston. There's only one left. That's the one nobody wants. Um, so it's going to be a bad one. But if we, a lot of times when you get those four, I think they're hoping that the guy doesn't know what whiskey tastes like and he'll pick one. I always try and stay as close to a bourbon profile as possible yeah. with a note that's pretty cool. That would make a good store pick. Because if you get something that's wild... Yeah, not everybody likes apple. Not um, everybody likes yeah. banana. Not everybody, you know, you can't for a store. Not I'm not talking my, about a club. But my, and yeah. my, my favorite store you have pick, to pick a little different. And and to to your point, my favorite store pick that I've had to date, and I, I brought it with. I still have half of the bottle left. Is that Cinnabomb that we Dude, I bought here last year? Unbelievable. I, it was so good. It's it's my favorite store pick ever to date, and that's why I've nursed it. And, and it's a big red. It's straight up big red, liquid big red gum. Nice. It's so that's good. awesome. And we got it here. It's fascinating. Yeah. yeah at the hotel but the the first barrel pick that i ever did i don't know how many times i've told this story anymore but it's it's my favorite it's my favorite barrel pick story and it just so happened to be my very first one it was for liquor barn and we were picking a knob creek barrel we wound up picking two bourbons and two ryes because we couldn't fully agree on and it's liquor barn they have so much money to throw around (laughs) for barrel picks sure um but my favorite of the bourbons was 13 years old and at cast strength right out of the barrel it was 121 proof Mm. they added like a gallon of water to get it down and it was a shorter barrel but that i wish that i had had enough money at the time to buy just cases of it yeah but absolutely just my favorite barrel pick of all time because it was as i mean basically a cast strength not creek right single barrel but they always proof those down. Like when we get the stores, the samples for the stores, they, they proof it down to. Well, they give you they yeah. give you hot fire, and then when you get the bottle, it's yeah. proofed down. Yeah, I think they don't want to change the labels. They're hot just fire. lazy. Dylan, 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 hot fire. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> thank, so, thank God that joke didn't land or didn't just fall flat. Yeah, no, I, I know what it is. Dylan, hot fire. She's laughing too because she knows what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. It's a great on, movie. Back to, yeah. Back to your... I, I, Dude, this is... I cannot stop smelling this. Somebody just gave me uh, a movie recommendation, and I'll bring it. I'll tell you after. I'm really pumped to watch it. Oh, wait. Is this it? It is. is. It? Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. We, can't, we tried to go over here. You fuck it up, huh? Uh-huh. Damn. Damn, Gus. I had one thing. We had uh, Hell of the Chief keyed up, but it looks like uh, YouTube's failing us. There's this phone. God damn it. (laughs) 
This is amazing. I hate yeah. technology so much. I love much. watching this. We used to have a button. We had a hell of a chief. Crashing and burning. We had a hell of the chief button, and we yeah. kept it on there. He had his own button. Yep. Yeah, wow. Awesome. Yep. Now you don't. So, Chief, this hurts. is this is Perry. Hey, Perry. Hey, Chief. Nice to meet you, man. You guys follow each other on the on the gram, I believe. Yeah, I'm a I'm. This is my bourbon podcast or right. my bourbon pod on Instagram. You can quit now. I don't want to. <laughs> this has been going to be going on. Oh um, Jesus! See, oh. I talked right over it. This this is such a shit show. We're starting this over the whole podcast. <laughs> Golly, man. <laughs> Yeah. I can't recreate this magic. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's the long intro right there. That's why it took so long. There you go. <laughs> We're good. Right, that was worth that was worth it. <laughs> that was <laughs> sorry. Uh, that was a good time. Hey, that's like you said, we're fucking around. It's Absolutely. Like, Dude, I really like it. I get like, uh, this reminds me of white chocolate, like a white chocolate with uh, some kind of like weird cinnamon on it. I was going to say, I'm getting a lot of cinnamon on the nose on this one. Yeah. What is this? The Rare Character? Yeah, but right? what's a... Rare Character presents Single Barrel Series, bourbon out, selected by Bourbon Outfitter. It is a straight rye whiskey finished in Am- Amburana casks? Amburana. Amburana casks, yeah. yeah, yeah. What is, I don't know what that is. It's a liqueur. Okay. That's where all the sweetness comes from. You know what it reminds me of initially? This is going to be super weird. You, but do, I thought, do you guys I, fish? Sorry. I thought you were talking for a second and your mouth wasn't moving and it tripped me out <laughs> so hard. Uh, that's I, I, did not know, I did not know what was happening for a hot second. I anyway. saw you looking around. Did you guys, you guys, yeah. You guys fish much growing up or fish at all? I, I did not. No? no. Okay. Well, I mean, this is this. This is going to land flat, but certain plastic lures you buy in a Ziploc bag have a sweet smell to them. Really? Yeah, and this smells a lot like it. What, like it's like a sweet It's. I think it's a combination. Yeah, I think it's a combination <laughs> of the rubber plastics that are used for lures, and they, okay. put, they put scent on. You're right. They put scent onto them no, you're for right. the fish, and it gotcha. smells sweet. This is um, that guy that we know that owns that lure company. That's exactly what that smells like. Yeah. Yeah. Told you. Um, it's, called, it's called Jay. What's it called? Joe Lewis? I don't know. Joe Lewis, and he's like a... I can't remember what it's called. Is that what it's called, right, Joe Lewis? I think. What are you shaking your head at? It's not what it's called. Oh. I can't remember. So I you don't better remember. watch yourself, woman. We're in public. Yeah. That's a very full water bottle. I think it would land pretty well. <laughs> it's Joe Luke. Joe Luke Outdoors. Sorry. Man, this is Christmassy. Oh man, it's like it? gingerbread. Yeah, I get like uh, baking spice and mm-hmm. cinnamon, and I uh, I think the new roof is better. A little bit of vanilla. Thank you. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I'm actually not a huge fan of this. I don't. I I, I don't like it. dislike it. It's just I I feel like I would have to really be in the mood for this. It's interesting. Yeah, I wish it tasted like it smelled. Yeah, it's it, it is really cinnamon heavy on the palate. I almost get like diaper. That's Jeff. <laughs> wow. Oh, you're waiting. Yeah. Yeah. He's coming. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I, I was somewhat born in a bar. 
I've always wanted to ask that question to someone and then be actually like, yeah, actually I was. Yeah, I'm, like, oh, I'm, sh- I'm Jesus Christ. Nice sh- to meet you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> he is real. Can <laughs> 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 I bring up a, a very valid point here? Yeah, yeah. I just want to make it known. This picture right here looks just like Perry. Oh, of, ju- of Justin? <laughs> I mean, yeah. look at it. Yeah. It, kinda, it looks just like him. Yeah, that's, you look good. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's a good uniform. You. That's it's a good look for you. Yeah. It's a I, lot uh, of awards. Like I, I was, uh, I was uh, dishonorably discharged from <laughs> yeah. whatever royal service that is. Yeah, for getting too political? <laughs> um, No. You took a bribe? You don't want to know what happened. <laughs> the, it, I'm still not allowed to talk about it. Oh, I see. It just I don't have the clearance. It involved a frog. A frog? Yeah. I when I was a kid, I put a frog in a plastic bag and put it in a microwave. <laughs> and that karma. All right. Here's that, this. We've got to this karma, part of the podcast. That karma's coming back. I'm gonna get that one day. I it had hasn't a, happened yet, but I'm in trouble. I had a friend who. Uh, okay, I've got two separate stories about cats freezing, but oh boy, <laughs> yeah. She might so, throw something at you if you get. No, it's not cats. my fault. I don't didn't, fuck I didn't with do, cats. I didn't do this. Have you seen that what, documentary? Yes, I have. Okay. That's wild. Okay. But so there was a guy I knew in in high school, and their cat got out one night and um, snowed overnight, and they had a pool in the backyard. Oh boy! And the cat got into the pool, and they didn't find out until the morning, and the pool was frozen, so they had to go and like chisel out the cat from from the pool Shit. yeah it was wild but then there was another kid I, I knew when he was in elementary school he just wanted to know what would happen <laughs> and he put his cat in the microwave for like 30 seconds oh, oh, boy. and he felt really really bad about it and so he wanted to cool the cat off and threw it in the freezer for <laughs> a couple minutes too so it didn't make it. Oh no, it lived. Did it? Yes. Oh wow. Well, therefore, that's a good story. That's it a happy survived. story. <laughs> he took two of his lives from him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. He, got, hey. he got six lives left, though. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> anyway, I don't think. Let's move on. Yeah, that was a fun one. That was a dark turn. You do like dark fruit and shit. It's kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. like a sauna and ice bath. <laughs> yeah. Joe Rogan maybe, does it every maybe day. Maybe did him some good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Look I at don't it. think that cat did any DMT, though. So. No. <laughs> that we should, that we should do first. DMT with a cat. See what happens. And yeah. then watch Cats the movie. Yeah, on DMT? Yeah, I don't on. think you'd be able to. To be honest. Why? <laughs> you ever done DMT? I actually haven't. <laughs> it's kind of hard to watch a movie on that. See, I'm not even sure you're present. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I was playing with snakes in the great outdoors in the world of space, and colors were love, and it was crazy. What has happened here? Exactly. So this All is, right, so, so this I is have the... a question. I have one last question. Okay. We don't have to, to run this up forever. They're going to kick us out here soon anyway. Um, they have a tasting at 1 o'clock, and I don't want to screw that up. So. Uh-oh. Yeah, One last question. Let's close this out. Yes. If there is an aspiring young guy that wants to do bourbon stuff, do a bourbon podcast, bourbon YouTube. Wants Instagram, to be a bourbon personality. Wants to be a bourbon personality. Bourbon personalities. What is your advice to him? How does he grow? How long is it going to take? What you got? I, I try my best not to be jaded at this point, but having done this for five years and having seen so many bourbon YouTube channels or podcasts come and go right 
over that time. My first piece of advice is make sure that you have something genuine to add to the conversation. Make sure that you have a unique point of view that you're not just doing the same old tasting notes, you know, yeah. saying, you know, we all know that bourbon's 51% corn and it's got, <laughs> you know, we all know the ABCs. Between that and making sure that you have the patience, because it's going to take time. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I think the, the only outlier that we've really kind of seen over the past couple of years is Matt Porter with ADHD whiskey. Yeah. Cause he just blew up overnight, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, a lot of different factors went into to his success, but I mean, I still feel like I'm at times fighting an uphill battle. Yeah. And again, it's been, it's been five years. So, I mean, unless you're not willing to put the time and effort in, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, go for it. If you want that, that, patience to be be tried yeah but at the at the same time you know it, it's easy to get bogged down in the the minutiae of it all so have have fun with it so yourself do something do something fun. different yeah. you know i mean like we're we're kind of at a point with the podcast where we do as much pop culture stuff as we do bourbon because that's just kind of our personality and mm-hmm. like you know we're not we're not always drinking bourbon. Sometimes we're watching the new Jordan Peele movie or we're going back and rewatching episodes of Dragon Ball Z because nice. we haven't seen it in <laughs> in a couple decades. Right. And so that's just like that's just who we are. And I it, we're we're doing something that's completely unique in the the bourbon personality world. Yeah. I'm really upset with how much I'm going to be saying bourbon personality. <laughs> From now, here on, now out. it's 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 embedded in your brain. It really is, and I feel like I need a name tag. That's what this podcast yeah. does. We build bourbon personality. We're build, never well. never not interested. Never going to be one, but we build them. <laughs> we talk to people that are into bourbon, and we don them. You're the first one, but we're, great the chiefs of bourbon personality, right? I don't know. I think that no, you are. No. no, we're not. <laughs> Gus and I are not. We we own a business. We sell shit. We make stuff out of wood and, and we we do events and charities and stuff and, and hunt clubs and things. It's like we're just yeah. dumb dumb rednecks. Yeah, we're just dumb rednecks that, that sitting here and talking on microphone people. We're definitely we're not awesome. we're in the whiskey world, but we're not anything like you guys are doing. It's totally separate. Yeah. It's um that's what we wanted to be. We we want to be we're hunters before we're bourbon drinkers. Yeah. We've just we've been drinking We've, I've never told, I'll tell you how we got started. We had another company, it doesn't matter the name, but we had an apparel company and we sold apparel. That's the yeah. reason it took us forever to make Apparel Hero. And um, we had a segment of our podcast that was called Whiskey and Whitetails, where we would there talk about yeah, hunting yeah. and then we would have a whiskey while we were hunt, where we were talking about it. Yeah. And our company had been very kind of stagnant. And then that episode came out, people were like, bam, love it. That's the thing. Dude, that's, there and so go. we were like, we basically, just changed names of our company. That's we awesome. went from what we used to be. We made a new Instagram called Whiskey and Whitetails. We're still doing the same shit. I post a lot of pictures of bourbon just because I like, it's tax write-off. Yeah. So <laughs> I can buy it and take a picture of it. Now it's free. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not free, but you know, you yeah. get to write it off. You so. get the money back. Right. Not all of it, but the, you know, you still some. get some. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, but yeah, it's, uh, if, I just see a lot of companies come and go. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get people that follow us almost daily that are like, Whiskey and something, or, or bourbon, this or yeah. this and bourbon, and and you, it's 
you know, I tell us like to your to, to your point, you have to bring something yeah. unique. It's so, got it's got to be something a, something new, a different that, angle, yeah. right? And it's and I think you know we doubled down on the 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 hunting and outdoor aspect, right? That sitting around a campfire after hunt or while you're camping or whatever, yeah. and enjoying a whiskey that that experience that moment is what our entire company is predicated and based on. Yeah, right? uh, and I think. If you're going to bring something to the community, it has to be something. It has to be a unique angle, or you have to be bring something new and fresh. It's not being done already because it's yeah, it is a very I'll call it busy yeah <laughs> uh, community. It, it's it's oversaturated. It I, don't, I, didn't, now, I didn't want to say that, you know, say it, it is, that way, yeah. but, yeah. but I don't it, think it, it was is, like two years ago, maybe three years ago, but. But it is now. I feel like it's there's so much of it. It, it right, was right after we joined it. We was like that. That's enough. Yeah. No more people. <laughs> no more. When, when <laughs> I, I mean, but like when I when I started, it was like Bourbon Pursuit, Whiskey Cast, the podcast, and Dad's Dude, Whiskey bourbon. Cast makes me laugh more than, and it's a very serious podcast. Yeah. It makes me, I cry, fucking die. It, I laugh so hard. I love him. That's the one that he sounds like He's a, a BBC reporter. It's NPR. Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, like yeah. NPR of whiskey. Every time I listen to it, I'm like, "This." I can't believe he just said it that way. It's, I love it. It's, it's so good. I'm not talking On shit at all. On this day, the 10th of September, we have to. So, yeah. <laughs> My name's Mark Gillespie, filling yeah. in for Fred Minnick, who is on vacation. This week's above hunting. the jar. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> But like that, that was kind of it as far as like bourbon podcasts go, whiskey yeah. podcasts go. And so yeah. like when I came in, I was 23 at the time, 24. Um, just a baby. I'm not, I'm I just a baby. I'm, I'm just a baby. I'm 29 now. And like, I feel like I'm the old man. In a lot of this, yeah, we're third. We're in our mid thirties. I'm turning. Yeah. I'm turning thirty seven in a couple what are you, months. Fifty one. <laughs> nah, somewhere there. <laughs> <laughs> Far from it. Most of that's thirty. <laughs> I, I imagine being a firefighter at a dis- major distillery will do I that. I cannot too, yeah. wait <laughs> for him to meet Mike Schlitz tonight. Oh shit! That's I, gonna I be totally fantastic. forgot about that. Do you know who he is? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you told me. I'm like, oh. Man, oh I yeah. He's the funny, he's funny shit. He stuck his claw up my asshole last night. <laughs> swear to God. When he was leaving. So he's a veteran. He is, well, I guess I should say who he is. His name is Mike Schlitz. He's a veteran. He got blown up in Iraq. He has no arms. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah has totally melted his whole you, body. You posted a picture yeah. with him yeah, yeah. the other he's, day, right? Yeah, he's yeah. the fucking shit. He's so funny. He, uh, I'll tell, oh, I'll tell okay. one of his stories. The claw comment yeah. makes more sense now. Yeah, he, Sorry, he, patted my ass, he patted my ass at night, but he's got machines on his arms, <laughs> so <laughs> he doesn't realize. <laughs> and he and he hooked me and was like, "Have a good night." And I was like, "Shit, I am now." So, yeah, now, right. so, so now he's mechanized infantry. Yeah, that's exactly. He's a ranger. He's a cool dude, man. But we we just sit around and talk shit. But he he was telling. I'll, I'll tell one of his stories. I'm not going to ruin this guy's shtick and tell all his jokes. But he went to a. Uh, hibachi place like with friends oh, oh no and so when they set the table on fire uh-huh. he raised his arms like no not again and, oh, fuck. Oh, everybody freaked out <laughs> but the chef didn't speak english <laughs> he didn't understand what happened he didn't know it was a joke so the, the owner came back the owner came over and was like we're so sorry <laughs> He was like, it's a joke, man. I love fire. I love fire. <laughs> it's fire. He is like a hero of mine. He's the funniest. Oh he's the funniest dude. Last night they were talking about this. <laughs> they brought out a, we had Mictors there and they brought out a pairing. And she was like, 
We have some finger foods for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, oh, okay. So we're discriminating then. <laughs> and then he started talking about the difference. He asked the difference between a chart and a toasted barrel. <laughs> He's like, is it more like me or blistery? Oh, no. <laughs> he's, he's unbelievable, man. That's so good. He's the best fucking guy. Oh my gosh. That's oh, fantastic. Shit. I tried to get him to hang out last night, but he doesn't like, he doesn't, because he's a personality, so he can't get shit faced. So we, had, we yeah. did the tasting and I bought him a drink and and he was like, no, nah, I think I'm going to go to bed. And that's when he hooked me on the way out. <laughs> but I absolutely love him. I'm excited for you to meet him tonight. Uh, oh, man. All yeah. right. That's a... Uh, Good way to end it. That's how you end a podcast, right there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before before we end it, uh, tell everybody where they can hear you, see you, follow you, all that good stuff. Well, if you're listening to this podcast, which I'm assuming this individual that I've now created in my mind is doing, unless you're just doing this for your alls, we are the only subscribers. Yeah, no, we have we're on the Waypoint Network, and uh, it's a big hunting network, so we're we're on there. I, I just like to imagine that you guys are doing this just for fun. Yeah, oh, we are. You know, just for some some weird way to, you know, anyway. Um, (laughs) But whatever podcast platform you're listening to Whiskey and Whitetails on, you can also find This Is My Bourbon Podcast. We're also on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash This Is My Bourbon Podcast. If you want to follow us on social media, it's at My Bourbon Pod. You can go follow our co-hosts as well, Eric Whiskey Mutant and Swan TBF. TBF stands for the Bourbon Finder. That was his old personality before he... Got boring. His old bourbon personality. So, his old bourbon personality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh, he did a lot of bourbon finding Sweet. back when uh, we were in college. Nice. And uh, he got me my first and only bottle of Elmer T. Lee. Nice. Oh, very, very cool. We yeah, gave yeah. one away last year. Nice. My first and only bottle. I had a dr- <laughs> I had a dream the other night that I won a bottle of Elmer T. Lee and it got delivered to my house. Yeah. And then I woke up and I was really sad. Yeah. You like it, huh? <laughs> I like it. I haven't had it in a really long time, but it was more of like a. I'm just happy to have this around kind well, of thing. More you could so have the though. chance to get some tonight. There will be some of that dinner. I'm I'm going to be in Beattyville. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just be, letting you I'm know. I'm going to be in a tent. He up. He uh, <laughs> applied to the Buffalo Trace um, charity lottery, and they sent him a whole case of Lee. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, thanks for coming on, man. And yeah. Oh, Patreon. Patreon.com Patreon. slash my bourbon podcast. Yeah. For as little as a dollar a month. Uh, Five dollars a month is where you get all the bonus content that we were talking about earlier. Go. We also have a special running right now um, where if you're at like five or ten dollar tier, uh, if you send us a message after you sign up, Eric is going to send whoever signs up um, a 10 piece chicken nugget meal in the mail. Nice. <laughs> great yeah it'll make it it'll it'll make it and it'll be cold and you'll probably get listeria from from eating it it's fine afterwards i don't think it's real chicken i don't i don't know it is the science is out it is mechanically mechanically separated separated chicken there we go yeah yeah yeah. um but he'll also send a sample along with it so if you want a cold chicken nugget meal sent to you via the post office there you go ten dollars a month let us know ten bucks and you only get that one time we're not doing that every month yeah 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 so that's a good idea, yeah. dude. I might sign up. Yeah, you might <laughs> just, just just for the chicken. Yeah. I just want the chicken nuggets. Yeah, I'll dip after I get. I'm the actually. Chicken. He won't send the the drink with it because he's going to take the drink himself. Okay, but he will send a sample. That's fine. So he can he can keep the sample. I just want the chicken nuggets. Yeah. Okay, through the mail. What kind of sauce? Uh, surprise me. No, 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 no. 
Don't you know. Don't no 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 me. We want Szechuan. Szechuan sauce. We yeah, want yeah, Szechuan. Yeah yeah yeah. There you go. We'll do our best. Now you got to get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's no my best. It's well, on I'm eBay. Gonna, dude. All right, I'm gonna go start oh a riot God. in another McDonald's. There's some on eBay. It's not cheap. I'm sure it's like ten thousand dollars. It's not thing. cheap. Yeah yeah yeah. Anyway, that's wild. All right, I've spoken enough. <laughs> All right, man. Thank Thanks. you for coming on. Yeah. We truly appreciate it. We had a great time. Thank Thanks for bringing guys. the picks. Thanks yep. to Justice House Bourbon again. Thanks, Chief, for showing up. Late as fuck, but we still love you. Yep. All right. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day. Bye.